Welcome to Gain That Tune. awesome welcome back to game that tune everybody oh man i'm in i'm in such a good mood tonight it's gonna be i think uh, i think it's gonna be a lot of fun really great show um you know it's john harrington here and uh we got john regan with us say hey hey i think this is gonna be uh one of my favorite episodes mm, i feel you on that i uh, you know i echo <laughs> i echo that sentiment uh we got jesse moore say hey hey all right and we got david also say hey Hey! All right, fantastic. So yeah, um, if this is your first time joining us on Game That Tune, you know, it, one, it shouldn't be, because uh, we're awesome. You should have listened to us before. But uh, what we do is we uh, listen to songs from video games. We listen to three songs from a game, uh, do a little trivia hint, try and guess the game, goof off, talk about uh, you know, talk about the game, talk about some nonsense, and uh, whoever guesses the most games out of the five that we've chosen correctly at the end of the night gets to. Uh, pick the theme for our next show and play their bonus music and uh our winner last week was david and he Yay! chose the uh you know slightly specific but in every possible way remarkably broad topic of games that contain your favorite something so it's you know <laughs> something about the games tonight is going to be somebody's favorite something it's you know i i struggled so hard to it's not it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to say the least. Yes, because I mean, for me, you know, really, I ch I chose some great tunes, and I think the game is gonna be, you know, figuring out what about this game is my favorite. That's the that's the sub game of the night. <laughs> you know, because the urge to actually uh, use my like all time favorite games, I'm trying to spread those out a little bit, trying to trying to keep those you know in the back pocket for later episodes. But you know, I think there's gonna be uh, I think there's gonna be some good tunes. You know, some uh, some definite favorites. You could say we're playing favorites. So, Steel Diver. Yes. Uh, whatever that is. Your favorite sub game. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. And I know that's pretty good. So. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> now I'm just thinking, you know, my favorite sub game realistically would be one involving Subway, but they probably didn't ever make games like Burger oh. King did. And if they did, they they would have starred Jared, and now it would be like Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. We wouldn't want to talk about him anymore. No, no, no. <laughs> so how did we get there? Oh my dude, god! Dude, took it there, ended it, squashed it. it no. That was great! Wow. Yeah. How, how I was have you about not to after Superman game where, you Clark, where he takes the subway? Because uh, Superman takes the subway. That's good. That's true. Um, you know, my favorite how, game. How have you learned after <laughs> however many episodes this show always gets back to Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? I was I was always. squashing that shit early, man. You know, if we just get it out of the way in the introduction, I have there's no reason that John should bring it up later. You know, guarantee you it comes up. But you know, I'm just trying to trying to nip it in the bud, trying to get it out of the way on my, on my terms. So, That's not a thing. If we were gonna, you know, but if we were talking about favorite games featuring a subway system, it would be going back to Def Jam Fight for New York, where you can throw dudes in front of the subway during a fight. Anyway, that was awesome. 
that, you know, that's Def Jam Fight for New York, definitely my favorite game in which you can kill somebody by throwing them in front of a subway car. So, that would have been, that would have been what my pick. What an oddly specific category. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to be playing that legally on my Dolphins thing. So. Oh, yes. Mm. Um, so anyway, um, you know, yeah, it's going to be a night of uh, favorite somethings. So wait, wait, wait. Let's go back. He's not Jesse's not playing it on dolphin. He's playing it on his dolphin. So like, I have an inflatable just... dolphin chair that I sit on when I play my N64. It's yeah. amazing. It's, it's good really for his back. Wave race, but I, I like to, I like to imagine that you installed a dolphin tank in your backyard. And, I mean, uh... <laughs> that was just too expensive, dude. Like, and then the apartment people Some found out. Some sort of biomechanical like, oh, hybrid dolphin game console. <laughs> he installed a dolphin tank. The super was really pissed. Yeah, I installed like, a dolphin tank just to get teach the dolphin how to play video games. But it turns yeah. out that he really, really didn't like the captivity or the games that I was choosing to play. He, so we had to let well, him he go. He's really good at Bomberman. <laughs> <laughs> too good. Uh, Anyhow. You know, I thought he'd like Echo, but no, he's yeah. not a fan. Well, exactly, it's very Echo patronizing. Was on the N64. <laughs> uh, so, um, anyway, yeah, uh, this is my favorite. Just way to start the show with a bunch of fucking nonsense. So let's start with uh, someone's favorite game, Johnny. What do we got for game one? Game one.
That was jazzy and fun. I'm yeah, guessing, liked it. David, this is your favorite pianist in a game. There's <laughs> some good piano music.
So, uh, David, it's time for trivia. All right. So, uh, you guys ready for some trivia then? Oh, I just said God, it was so time bad. for trivia. All right. So, uh, <laughs> this game's main composer is Michiro Yamane, who is well known for composing the Suikoden series, as well as several Castlevania games, including Symphony of the Night. This is also the first time that a Japanese composer composed the soundtrack for a Western-developed game. guys ready 
Oh wait, oh, David's no, no, by all means, John. <laughs> what am I ask, ask away. <laughs> yeah. John, judge this, judge this question. <laughs> the answer is not. <laughs> are, are you guys ready? All right, so uh, John Regan says Marvel versus Capcom two, which is incorrect. Uh, oh. Jesse Moore and John Harrington both say Skullgirls, which is correct. <laughs> Although I suppose technically John Harrington wrote Skullgirls. You know, yeah, I, I, I wrote it with a Z. That you know, I did that for familiarity, man. Me and Skullgirls, you know, we're all right. We, uh, you know, we're informal. We like go way that. back. We yeah. go way back. Uh, that's a <laughs> that's a lie. I uh, I never uh, never really played much Skullgirls. I played the demo and uh, yeah, it was fun. But I got distracted by whatever else was out at the time. Um, so uh, yeah, man, I've been waiting for you to pick this. You know, if you go back and listen to some game that tune history, you know, I've known this is coming down the chute at some point. David, you know, had to pick this. I mean, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, I'll let him explain in what way this game is his, you know, favorite. But uh, I knew this was coming at some point, and uh, that's uh, that's some pretty fucking great jazzy music they got for that game. You know, I uh, I like it know. a lot. That was really I, cool. Yeah, the game seems really cool. Like it's one of those things that I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't play because now it's like, oh, well, way too much time has passed. I'm, I'm outside like the zeitgeist on this. I, what's the fun of going back and playing does, a fighting game? Does the game, game spoil if you don't play it soon enough? Like, yeah. You know, if you Wait care about playing online against you know other people, sometimes it does. Uh, okay, that's true. You know, Do you not keep uh, your games like in Tupperware in the fridge? Yeah, you don't. Yeah. you don't burp your games every few months. I don't know why. You know, I keep my games, you know, behind the radiator, and somehow they just keep going bad. Like, <laughs> I don't really understand much about game storage, but you know, I, you know, maybe I need to store them like onions. You know, I need to keep them in a cool, dry place, <laughs> and that way they'll be ready to play if I forget to play them after several years. But yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, so David, uh, you know, what's, uh, what's the deal? What's, uh, what's up with Skullgirls? <laughs> well, um, that actually, thank you for answering a question that I was going to ask before I could ask it. Has anybody here other than me played Skullgirls at all or no? I have not. Oh, Jesse's looking around. Okay, cool. No, right. Going with no. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of what I expected, but you know, fair enough. Uh, so this is actually my favorite fighting game. Mm, I love yeah. this game. Strong words. Interesting. You know, because uh, okay, you know, I'll let you keep going, but I mean, I know that you play the fuck out of some Smash Brothers, man. Do you? Do you, are you one of those guys that says Smash Brothers isn't a real fighting game? Are we about to no, get into it, that it, discussion? Oh, it better no, not no, be it, going it, it definitely is. Motherfucker, I'll it ball so hard is. on that discussion. I'm about to start cutting suckers. <laughs> yeah. I'll all items. I'm gonna no, hassle your ass up. I'll Mr. Saturn you to death. Just because I want to see all this happen, I'm going to say, I don't think Smash Brothers is a real fighting game. Well, you don't even play video games. So <laughs> exactly, <what do> you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've never played Smash Brothers or Skullgirls, so what do you know? <laughs> I just wanted to get Mr. Saturn to death just then, and now I'm disappointed that didn't happen. I'll work on some Mr. Saturn sound effects for next time. So just anytime you say something awful, it'll just sound like you're getting hit with a barrage of Mr. Saturns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, um, no, I definitely think Smash Brothers is a fighting game. It absolutely, most certainly is. And I say Skullgirls is my favorite because I can't choose a favorite Smash Brothers game. Mm, 
Okay, yeah. so but maybe Skullgirls favorite, is a single single, single favorite fighting game. You know that that actually makes sense because yeah, like you know, I know you love that Smash Brothers series, man. I know you, uh, you know, I know you pretty well. But that makes sense since you know I don't think Skullgirls and you know Skullgirls Encore count as two separate entries. If you're thinking, it's pretty much game, like one game and then enhanced. So um, do does anybody know the story behind this game? Like the story of its like the development. Yeah. Isn't it kickstarted? Well, they did that to um, like get the funding for it. But originally, there's a there's an artist named Alex Ahad who just doodled a bunch of like characters in his sketchbooks, and he kind of came up with this whole roster, but could then didn't know how to program anything. And there was a um, competitive fighting game player named Mike Z who was tinkering around with an engine based off Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and kind of like, if I made a fighting game, here's what I would do, but didn't have any mm-hmm. assets to it. And then somebody introduced the two of them at a party and one guy had a character roster and another guy had an engine and they said, hey, we should get together. And that's pretty much how it, it was came. Like the- it was like the creation of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yeah, wow. you got your you got your engine near my characters, man. You got your characters in my engine. Wait a minute, this is a really fun game. We should put this all together and sell it. Uh, cool. Yeah, it's 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 one of those games that's like you can pick it up and play, but it's super deep and competitive too. Right. But it's not, like, so complex that you can't get started at all. It's beginner-friendly. It's competitive-friendly. It has a really cool world, a whole bunch of different awesome characters. Um, Shout-out to my favorite, Sarabella, who is the girl that does wrestling moves with her hat that is a giant pair of arms. Because mm-hmm. that's what this... This is the world that this game is. Okay, yeah. See, I never played it enough to know what exactly was on her head but yes if it's uh, mad if it's like a magical hat that does wrestling moves on people okay yeah sure i'm cool with that i like yeah, that it's a living hat gotcha so. okay sweet because <laughs> yeah it just oh, always looked like she had a fucking you know giant just massive ass pair of arms i was like is that her hair or you know uh like a parasite or something i don't know man yeah shit that's a uh, it's really cool looking but uh playing something else <laughs> It's it's a real labor of love, and there's a lot of like really small details. Like it's all hand drawn animation. It's all frame by frame. Um, there's a character called Double, that is basically like a mimic character, and she copies like moves, but it's only like the standard moves are ripped directly from other characters. She changes into them in punches and kicks, and all of her specials are actually moves that got cut from the game. So, like, originally it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have, you know, this character pull out a gun and shoot it. Oh, no, let's not do that. Well, then Double changes into her and shoots the gun because they had all the animation. <laughs> they just didn't use it. That's pretty tight. <laughs> so it's just, it's this really cool thing where it's like, here's a, like, a mimic copy character that changes into them but still has their own unique moves, too. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's a really great way of doing that because, I mean, seriously, you know, like, Characters that just copy other characters' movesets get a little old in fighting games, but you know that's uh, that's one way to keep it fresh, especially since you've got all these really nice hand-drawn assets that you need for this game. It's like I don't want to not have these in the game, so let's uh, <laughs> let's just throw them all into How one character. How can we make this work? Yeah, because <laughs> I spent a lot of time with animators getting these animations, so uh, use them somehow. Thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, good thinking. That's uh, it's a very. A, very indie game way of thinking about things. <laughs> there's a ton of in jokes. There's a ton of references. Like, 
Sarabella has a move where she'll dash across the screen and then headbutt, and when she does, she gets the ram horn from Battletoads. Whoa, and if you awesome. do that move and actually kill your opponent, it flashes up with a 2,000 points. Yes. <laughs> That's so awesome. great. Yeah, uh, it's just, there's, there's a lot of really little touches, but it's, at its core, it's a damn, damn good game. And the music is amazing. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The music seems like one of the highlights of the game. I Maybe mean, that's the thing. It seems, you know, the game just seems like you said, it's like a labor of love. There's really great anima like animation for all the characters, and the setting's just completely unique, and it's got the weird, you know, horror aesthetic going, and then, yeah, the music's jazzy and different than, you know, any other fighting game out there. Like, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. We got a comment in the chat about that hat with arms. Is the Sorting Cousins hat the suplexing hat? <laughs> uh, yes. That would have made the Harry Potter movie so much better if it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> All right, you little shit. You don't want to wear the sorting hat? Wear the suplexing hat. They're definitely needed like a luchador wizard. That would be awesome. <laughs> See, now I'm just imagining it's like, okay, you, you are going to Gryffindor, but I don't want to. No. <gasps> just backdrops him into a table and like take oh him God, to the infirmary. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, if they go ahead and make like a Mexican Harry Potter, that could happen, man. There could be you oh know, my God. Luchador Dumbledore, Lucha Dumbledore, yes. oh my God. <laughs> and and the suplex sorting hat. Yeah, it's uh, it's bound to happen. You know, Hogwarts. So um, let's just make this happen. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, oh my God, I watched uh, the shit out of those eight movies. We're not here to talk about Umberto Potter. We're we were talking about Skullgirls, and uh, yeah, man, David, anything else on that? Because uh, you know, it, you know, again, you love it, and it's your favorite fighting game. So you know, get it all out. I do. It's just, and I mean, the character roster. It's. I, I know a lot of people when it came out were complaining that it's too small, but every character has personality, and I love the fact that in because Alex Ahad designed everybody. He said it was very intentional. There's one character named Peacock. He said like so many characters are designed with like anime tropes and cliches, and oh they've got the spiky hair and the sword. Like that's kind of the frame of reference. He said nobody's really done that for the West, so she's kind of like an evil violent amalgamation of like old warner brothers cartoons Sweet. like she has the big giant white gloves and there's all sorts of just in jokes and references like um she has a shotgun that she'll use and when she shoots she shouts wabbit season <laughs> <laughs> it's just again it's just all these really tiny little touches and details it's just if you've never played it it's definitely worth a look sweet i want to try it yeah yeah. Me. I feel like I should have tried it more so. But, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, definitely one worth revisiting. I think it's one worth revisiting when I'm hanging out with you guys. Because, you know, again, I tend to get sucked into the online fighting game stuff. And, you know, this one probably doesn't have a big user base left. But, you know, I'm uh, trying Someone to get past... Someone the chat was saying the player base was still pretty big. That's cool. I'm just trying to get past the point where I give a fuck about playing fighting games online, because that is one of the most frustrating parts of my life. So, um, yeah, let's all hang out sometime and actually play this game together. So, I really yeah. want to get Encore, because I added a bunch of characters, and one of them is a robotic version of one of the other characters. Mm. Instead of Miss Fortune, it's Robo Fortune. I... So she has all these like ridiculous robotic 
move, she can turn like her entire upper body into a six six shot laser cannon. I fully support that. Robotic versions of almost anything is fantastic. Sounds robo awesome. So um yeah, boom, deep pull. Um so yeah, anyway, awesome. Great way to start the show. John, you look like you're about to say something. No. I was uh, I actually pulled Chrome in front of the whole Skype window, so everybody in the chat was just seeing my Chrome screen. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, what you were searching for, that's pretty messed up. Anywho. <laughs> Mr. Hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's have John wipe his history, and let's move on to game two. Game two. Sounds like we're flying.
Sweet. All right. Um, all right. Several entries. Wait, no, no, no. Okay, sorry. The Japanese release contained the Zodiac Brave Story Sound Novels, a collection of four mini-games in the style of Choose Your Own Adventure uh, books. Because of time and budget constraints, they were never translated and left unused in the non-Japanese versions. This, in turn, led to some technically used musical tracks to be dummied out of non-Japanese versions as well. Though unlike the sound novels, the tracks can at least be listened to in the sound test of the PSP version. Hmm. I have no idea what any of that means. <laughs> okay, so like in the Japanese Sorry. version, there was like some like mini stories that were like choose your own adventures. Sweet. And they had really cool music that went along with them. Well, when they were going to release in America, they were like, ah, too much money to translate all that crap, so just uh. cut it. And so they cut it, but there was still, like, music on, like, the disc, and you could kind of hear it, but it wasn't as good as it was when the novels were still in there. But on the PSP version, you can still listen to it. Got it. Is that cool? Much better. <laughs> yes. Hit it! on a like leaving you hanging kind of note yeah it makes you want to be like okay i want to play <laughs> get this thing going oh my uh, god when i was listening to the music to this game i was like i want to play this game again so i might do that <laughs> right now it's, it's so good yep see you later guys <laughs> okay so show me what you got Let's see, we got Star Fox Assault by John Regan. That's not even, like, come on, man. <laughs> I got nothing. I, okay, John Harrington says, oh, okay, Final Fantasy Tactics, yelling it. And <laughs> David says, Dissidia Final Fantasy on PSP. John Harrington is correct with Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics. Awesome. And by golly, this game is my favorite game. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Man, oh, I, you know, I should have. Yep. I did my homework on that. You know how? <laughs> Fucking Ryan Drake finally released that radio show we recorded where we oh, discussed yeah. our favorite games, and I listened to it like six hours ago. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I see, and I knew that was your final, your favorite game, but I was sitting there thinking, it was like, God, 
This sounds like a Square Enix game. And the sound test was in the PSP version. What Square Enix games are on the PSP? <laughs> Didn't they make yeah. a Dissidia for PSP? Yeah. I'm going to go with that. Wasn't Dissidia only on PSP? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's why I never... It's supposed to be a really kick-ass um, arcade game of Dissidia that's in Japan right now. Sweet. So, but, uh, I, I'd play the show. Yeah, some tactics. Any of you guys ever played it? Probably not, John <laughs> I have not. I feel like okay. I played it at some point. Like I think I played Tactics Advance, but only briefly. Like I, that's, I never, I never owned it. I don't think. I don't know if it's a proper, uh, you know, comparison to make between the two games. Like when I played Advance, I, I didn't like it very much. I was like, this doesn't feel like Final Fantasy Tactics. It makes mm. me sad. Jeez, who would have thought they would port something over to the Game Boy Advance and it wouldn't be the proper port of, or you know, well, a lot honoring of the original. <laughs> But, right. Uh, yeah. The PSP one was pretty good. It, they um, kind of, I guess, fixed some of the writing because you know the, the PlayStation one had some weird grammatical, you know, translation errors and stuff. But I thought that added charm. You know, I liked some of that silly. It typically does. Yeah, that's the thing. You were giving all that the trivia, and I'm like. Wait, so they wouldn't translate something? Like, why not just translate it poorly? <laughs> like, you know, why not just fucking get, you know, yeah. some guy to, you know, oh yeah, okay, here's what they're saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, that, that never stopped them in the past. <laughs> yeah. So, you, you spoony know. bard. But, like, this game had, like, secret characters you could unlock. Like, you could unlock, like, Beowulf and, um... This, like, robot named, like, Worker 9 that, like, shot lasers and stuff. That guy was OP as fuck, because he could, like, hit anybody on the map and stuff. It was great. Awesome. Um, and you could unlock Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. Now, the huh. tricky thing with Cloud was when you unlocked him, he started at level 1. So, like, by the time you got him, all your characters were probably, like, in their 30s or 40s. Mm. So it's like, you have to put him in your group and, you know, hope he doesn't die. Cloud's <laughs> like the... He's like the Magikarp of Final Fantasy yeah. Tactics. You know, but you he know. gets like all his cool <laughs> limit breaks and stuff, so it, it's worth it. He gets the, uh, and in a nod to when he was cross-dressing in Final Fantasy VII, he can wear uh, a certain female headgear. Yes. Which is pretty cool. I'm um, cool with that. But yeah, Final Fantasy Tactics, man. That like, I typically I'm really bad about not replaying games. Like I'll beat them. That's it. Hit it and quit it. But like, there's only a few games that like, like Metal Gear Solid 3, I've played that like three or four times. Yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics, I've played like four or five times. Mm -hmm. So like, and Final Fantasy Tactics, that's a fucking tactic RPG game. So it's not short. So. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, I bet you know, there's there's got to be a like a shitload of missions or battles or whatever you want to call it in the game. I mean, just because yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's a fairly simple game, and you know, so um, you know, whatever. It, it's a fairly simple. I know like, what you mean. Yeah, it, you know, it just looks e simple. It's just the basic, you know, map screen and moving guys around. It's you know, yeah. it's not like some complex game where you know there wouldn't be a shitload of levels. <laughs> like, I mean, there's 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 you know tactics because uh, all your characters do different jobs and stuff. You can customize your parties pretty good. Right. There's some like special characters you get that are pretty awesome. Like once you get Orlando, he is really good because he just can mess people up with his sword attacks. Awesome. Um, and then you know you. You want a bunch of summoners on your team. You can have summoners. You have fucking. Uh, there's a class that just talks to people, and like he he tries to like demoralize them sometimes. Like you can make the other like guys like feel bad about themselves, so they're trying to hurt themselves. That's pretty Perfect. great. 
or you can make them want to join your side or make them give you money and stuff. There's like so much like cool little weird classes. Like there's a guy who's the calculator. He uses math to like attack people, which is great. Um, there's uh, the game is so good. Like if you like RPGs and you like tactical, like it's it's not for everybody. I'll say because. I've played a lot of t uh, tactical RPGs, and those games are really just like Fire Emblem's okay. Right. Um, Tactics Ogre is pretty good. Uh, the Banner Saga's, Saga's good, but like I can't get into uh, Disgaea and those games like that. But Final Fantasy Tactics is the first one I played, and it, not, none of them have come close since. It's Sweet. one of a kind. Like yeah. I love. There's such little things. I'm sorry, I'm just going on. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's like your favorite game. Things. You're allowed to just go on. <laughs> There's such little things like in battle. Like sometimes when your like mages cast a spell, they'll like say something that has to do with the spell. It's just random. Like all of a sudden, be like, a "Fires from heaven, burn!" And then like you know the fireballs come out of the sky, and it looks awesome because they you know said something cool, and then they attacked. And, um, like sometimes monsters will join your party. Like oh, all of a sudden you have a chocobo that wants to be on your team, so then you can have a chocobo fight with you. Sweet. And it's it's uh so good. Awesome. Except that rooftop level. That rooftop stage is a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like you have to. It's one of those stupid levels where like, hey, make sure this NPC you've never met before doesn't die. He Ugh. only has three HP, and you're fighting against three assassins, and they can move really quickly. <laughs> so hope you can figure something out. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Well. Cool. But yeah, every was... game has to have something cheap about it, I guess. No, I mean, is that is that rooftop battle even like one of the final fights, or is that just kind of in there? Like, and it's like like yeah. the 11th or 12th battle, so it's like like the first quarter of the game. Like, okay. once <laughs> once the game's got its hooks in you, right? Then it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna kick you in the ball. Yeah, exactly. Here, just yeah, just make sure you're actually paying attention to how to play this game. Here's a really hard fucking level. <laughs> Oh shit, that's awesome. Um, yeah, you know, I was gonna say the only like tactical RPG I've really played much of is like Fire Emblem, like for the 3DS. And I was gonna ask how it compares, but you know, like you said, it, you know, you think that it's one's uh, good. I like the 3DS one, even yeah. though they don't have feet. It's still pretty good, but Tactics will play better. Right, and Tactics, I'm guessing, probably doesn't have the permanent death thing. Like if you, um, it it does, but like as soon as they die, you have three turns to res them. Oh, okay. Good. Because, so, yeah, that always, that always fucking pissed me off about Fire Emblem. You, like, at, least, you yeah, at least have the option of resing someone. You get into one of those yeah. semi-impossible battles and your you know, best guy just gets, like, fucking cornered by a bunch of, like, you know, Pegasus knights and stabbed to death. And it's like, well, what the fuck, yeah. man? I'm turning the game off and starting over. Like, if, you, if that's <laughs> well, what you wanted me to do, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I'm not going to accept that the, like, that guy's kid. dead. <laughs> the kid with the pot on his head with the helmet and then he dies and you're like, yeah. I just had a... A child died. Yeah, exactly. You know, why isn't there an option to tell that kid to go away? Like, no, you can't fight. You don't have any yeah. weapons or armor. <laughs> You're wearing a pot in your head. I know what happens here. <laughs> go home, kid. <sighs> well, shit, man. Awesome. So yeah, uh, cool. And obviously, the music's pretty, uh, pretty fucking great. It's you know, Final Fantasy style music. Um, you know, do you know if it's uh, Oematsu or? Uh, uh, I don't think it's Oematsu. Uh, I had it up for a second. Oh, it's all good. I should. I've been wanting to actually buy the soundtrack for a long time. I just, I haven't. Yes. Bye. Uh, here we go. <laughs> uh, Hitoshi Sakamoto and 
Masaharu Iwata, which Tight. I know they've done a lot of stuff. I'm sure. Probably just square guys. <laughs> Probably, yeah, like Ogre Battle. Radiant Silver Guy, Battle 64, Vagrant Story, uh, Legaya 2, Tekken Advance, uh, ooh, Breath of Fire Dragon Quarter, a game everyone wants to forget. Uh, so, <laughs> <five>. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's, oh, Digimon World, you know, Final Sweet. Fantasy 12 Revenant Rings on the DS, do you remember that game? That game was weird. I know the name. <laughs> Tekken 6, there you go. That's my that's my shit. Wait, no, Tekken yeah, Six sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, the music was probably decent. Yep, usually is. Well, cool, man. Great pick, man. Glad uh, glad we got that on the show. It's gonna be uh, yeah. Next time we do a um, one mixtape, I'm gonna yeah. do Final Fantasy Tactics. I'm gonna say Final Fantasy mixtape has got to be coming at some point. Like, yeah, but dude, it's gonna be tight. Well, cool. Um, I think uh, I think it's time to move on. Johnny, what's uh, what's coming next? Game three. Damn happy song. Yeah, I like it. Going upbeat, baby. <laughs> Thank you. 
Sweet. So, who's uh, who's ready it. for who's ready for a trivia hint? Let's hear it. I, I hear it can't so for the life of me figure out where that first song is in this game. <laughs> Excellent. So this It's the is, part where you, you, you have to jump on the bridge and it explodes and you have to keep in the air and then the spread gun drops down and you know something like that. <laughs> um so this is the first game in this series in which the player can control a second character. Who does he control? So, who's ready with guesses? Oh, cool. wait, wait, uh, hang on, hang on. Let me do this right. But, but John Regan says, triple question mark. Jesse says, Twilight Princess, and David is rotating towards the screen with The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. That is correct. Son of a bitch. Jeez, John, why do you think I brought my own soundboard tonight? <laughs> it wasn't so I can play Zelda songs at all. Um, tight, man. Uh, yeah, Majora's Mask. Uh, I've been trying to think of a way to use this one. And, uh, you know, it's, it's fun. Like, I don't want to use a bunch of Legend of Zelda games on the show, but I realized through, looking through our list hey. of games, like, we've only used, like, a couple of them. We've, like, up until now, we use Hyrule Warriors and Minish Cap. And I'm like, no, that's bullshit. We need more Zelda music. <laughs> So, um, yeah, man, I figured uh, Majora's Mask was a good one. May you know, maybe you would get tripped up on the songs, but I didn't really want to trip you up. I just wanted to play some fucking good, weird music. And, man, Majora's Mask has got plenty of that. So, uh, yeah, man. David, you were, uh, you were struggling with those songs at, at first. Well, but, uh, I, I didn't recognize the first one at all, and then the second one came on. I was like, wait, I know this. This is, I think it's in the swamp. Like, when you're in, like, the potion shop in the swamp. Mm, no, wrong. But, you know, okay. at least it clued you to the right game. The second song was uh, Stone Temple Turned Upside Down. Um, okay. And the first song was uh, The Milk Bar, which you don't have to go inside very often in the game. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so It's been a long time since I played Majora's Mask. Yeah, same here. Like, I, you know, I, uh, I got it as like a Club Nintendo reward a while back, so I have it 
Download on my Wii U, but it's in Wii mode, so it's not the most easy to ex really? to access game. But like, but like it's there, and I could play it if I wanted to. <laughs> and uh, it's fucking dope. But yeah, I just haven't. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> there's too many hurdles to jump through to get to that game right now. But uh, man, it's worth uh, really worth playing. Um, and yeah, I, <laughs> it's funny, man. You gave this topic, and I'm like, I gotta come up with you know my favorite something or other. And, you know, so I tried to skirt around that a little bit. Do you remember uh, what this game came bundled with when you bought it for the Nintendo 64? It came with the RAM expansion pack. It sure did. And this is my favorite game that requires the use of the Nintendo 64 expansion <laughs> pack. <laughs> more so than Donkey Kong 64? More than Donkey Kong 64, more than Perfect Dark. Uh, those, you know, Jeff Force Gemini didn't require it. Only, only three games actually required you to have the, uh, the RAM pack. It was Majora's Mask, Donkey Kong 64, and Perfect Dark. And Majora's Mask what about is... Rogue Squadron? Mm, didn't need it. No, a lot of those games were optional. And I th Perfect Dark, I think, I thought that was optional. I thought it was like most of the game didn't work. Like you couldn't play multiplayer without it. But no, like, you... that's the thing. Like large sections of the game wouldn't load. So mm. like, I think you could play a couple of levels, but... It's like buying yeah. a demo if you didn't have the uh, if you didn't have the expansion <laughs> pack, but uh, but yeah, man, Majora's Mask is just so goddamn good, man. I, yeah, I know it's like the black sheep of the Zelda series, or at least it once was. I don't know. You know, I guess Skyward Sword might be the new black sheep. I'm not sure. You know, I what think the black sheep it, it is and will always be Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link. Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's like OG black sheep. Ugh. Yeah, um, you know, but yeah, oh, Majora's well. Mask. We're forgetting about games like The Wand of Gamelon. That's you not. Shut those your are. Blah, 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 blah. Take your CDI and stick it up your butt, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> those games don't exist as far as the world is concerned. <laughs> you know, and it's not even a canon argument. It's just an argument like, oh no, this was a this is a horrible, horrible, mis horrible mistake, and bury it somewhere. And they have. So props to Nintendo on uh, on burying their awful, awful CDI games. But, uh, but yeah, man, Majora's Mask, I think anybody that's played it knows it's the shit. I never understood the, you know, the backlash against, like, the time limit and against, I don't know, the weirdness. You know, I love the fucking game. Like, it's easily one of my favorite Nintendo 64 games. And, I mean, it's fucking hard to talk favorite Zelda games, but it's, you know, all of the Zelda games are some of my favorite games. And this one I yeah. still, you know, bring up fondly every time I think about it, so... <laughs> Yeah. You know, funnily enough, I don't think I ever finished it. Because to beat to beat the game, I know I wanted to get the Fierce Deity Mask, which means yeah. I had to get all of the other masks. Yep. And I think it was the Couples Mask that oh, yeah? I didn't get. Because hmm. it's, like, the most involved quest in the entire game. Damn, dude. I would have thought that you would have powered through that, because getting the Couples Mask is, like, the most touching and affecting thing in the entire game. And it's, you know, yeah, it's time consuming and it's difficult to do. But like, that's the, that's the part of the game that actually stuck with me is getting the couple's mask and then more, you know, and then after that, yeah, getting the fierce deities mask and turning into a big bad motherfucker. But the couple's mask, just cause you spent so much time going after it, you're doing all these quests, connecting all these little dots in your bomber notebook. Uh, and then, you know, it's like, you have to go right down to the wire on the time limit on the game, which is just fucking ridiculous. But, you know, if you do it and you get the couple's mask, it, you know, it opens up to like just one of the weirdest, 
just like most like sobering scenes in video gaming. I don't know. Should I spoil it or not? I think we're well past I mean, the statute of limitations on spoiling Majora's yeah, Mask. It's been, it's been yeah. like 16 years. But yeah, so you get the couple's mask and uh, it reunites Kefi, uh, who's been somehow turned into a young boy and separated from the love, uh, his love in the game, Anju, the hotel woman. And so they uh, he runs back to her and they reunite and... You know, there's like three minutes left before the moon crashes, and I don't remember the conversation, but, you know, they fucking, you know, just profess their love for each other, and then they just embrace for the rest of the game until the moon crashes into the earth. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like, um, I'm sorry, you guys aren't going to do anything? You guys are just going to kind of hold each other until the end of the world? Um, okay, I'm 15 and I'm crying on the insides. <laughs> like... <laughs> What is this game about? Why did this just happen? <laughs> See, the yeah. scene that always stuck out to me was on... Um, because I remember... I, I went through until, like, the very last day, until, like, the last hour, just to see what would happen. Right. And there's... There's one guy, and I think it's the guy who teaches you, like, sword tricks, yeah. but there's a guy, like, big burly guy who's like, I'm not afraid, I'll fight the moon off, and just, like, rambling through everything, and then on the last day, you see him, like, in his house, cowering under his de- bed, crying. Yeah, exactly, and that's the that's what's so weird about the game, like, you know, people have talked about it, you know, obviously for years afterward, but I mean, it's essentially a game about, you know, a bunch of, like, every character in the game is dealing with, you know, the, like, imminent death. And, you know, it's a really weird tone for a game, especially a Zelda game. <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, it's really, really interesting. And, yeah, that, I mean, seriously, that couple's mask scene just, you know, ugh. It just hits you right in the feels. And then, you know, you either let the moon crash into the into the planet and destroy everything and the couple is dead. Or you reverse time and undo all your hard work, except now you have the damn couple's mask. Which, you know, really, that mask is not worth all that trouble except to eventually get the fierce deity mask. <laughs> but... Uh, it's a it's a great game, you know. I like it a lot. I love the uh, you know the temples in it. You know, I don't mind the time limit stuff, especially once you can slow time down and make it work for you. And you know, it's just uh, it's a great game. It's got you know fun references to other Zelda games. You know, you can morph into a Goron and roll around Termina Field, which never gets old. Um, you know, I don't know. Anybody else got uh, fond memories of this, or am I just uh, you know rambling on? It can be both. I've uh, I've never really played it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of missed this one, but really? I've been meaning to play it. Um, it's Noel's favorite Zelda game, so mm. that's well, that's cool. Good for her. Um, we have it on 3DS, so I just need to play it. Yeah, dude, you should. It's definitely worth playing. And yeah, oh, and the answer to the trivia question: Kafi, the uh, guy who's turned into a young boy and separated from his uh, his fiance or whatever. He's the other character you control in the game, because in trying to do the couple's mask thing, you have to solve this elaborate puzzle, switching back and forth between uh, him and Link. So. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, who did you control? Oh, right, there's that section where you're KP for like 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they used it for one puzzle, and then, uh, yeah, that's it. So, you know, they would use that later on in the series and to uh, and put it to good use. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty fun one. And then... Um, yeah, I had a little bonus round planned, John. Should we, uh, should we, you know, it doesn't have to be a lightning round, but I think should we, you know, do we have like a jingle for a bonus round? Wait a minute, I do. Bonus round. <laughs> so, 
David, you've got the question right, so I'm not going to, you know, you're not going to go first. But uh, there are three. Okay, who is going first? Somebody else. There's at least, you know, there's references to other uh, Zelda games in, uh, you know, in this one. Uh, For me, most notably, it occurs at the, uh, oh shit, now I'm not thinking, in in the Zora area, you meet the band, uh, the Indiegogos, who are, you know, separated from their singer, and you have to work with them to unlock a song, and if you encounter each member of the band separately, they're all practicing their instruments. So I'm going to play a song from one of their practice sessions, and you tell me what game it's from. And we'll start with Jesse. So, you encounter... which? Okay, actually, yeah, which one do you want? Drum, bass, or piano practice? Oh, man. Um, let's go with piano. Piano practice. Is that the, um, the first Zelda? That is. That is from the original Legend of Zelda. It's the music that plays when you get a game over. Yep. Nice job. I've heard uh, that a lot. Oh. John, if <laughs> you play the original the Zelda. songs like a play on a piano. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, drum or bass practice, John? Uh, I guess bass. Bass. That's a link to the past. Ooh. No. Wait, the Super Nintendo one. No. Wait. Oh my God! No, that's original Zelda too, isn't it? It's the that's original the Zelda, music. yeah. That, oh my God. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, okay, so David, you get uh, you get drum practice. You ready? I guess I'll I guess I'll choose drums. All right, you're <laughs> you're a real drum and tech guy. Here we go. Give me piano. <laughs> <laughs> whatsoever <laughs> well, John uh, actually i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and guess the original zelda because that's where the other two were from too oh uh, see i would love to be that obvious with it um <laughs> john kind of screwed you on this one because i know you haven't played a link to the past as much as uh, as much as other people have but that is uh that's like just a little sub dungeon music from link to the past like if you go underground that's uh that's the music that plays so yeah, it's you know it's just uh, some fun little callbacks to previous Zelda games they got in there, and then eventually you reunite them with their uh, singer or her ghost. I don't remember exactly, and all the music comes together to make this awesome you know jazzy rock song they play in the uh, I don't know talent show or some shit. But ah yeah. uh, yes, but question for you. Ooh. This is the Zelda reference that I immediately thought of. What is the name of that song? Oh, the, the name of the song they play? Please, man. It's my bonus song. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, should I win tonight, we'll all be listening to Deru Blue, but, uh, you know, I'm not sure that I'm, uh, I'm not sure that I got a win in me. So, oh, we'll just, uh, no, wait, crap. I'm thinking about when you're practicing in the milk bar. 
Because when you practice music in the milk bar, um, they say to practice the Indiegogo's biggest hit, Ballad of the Windfish. Oh, yeah, that does come up. Um, but, yeah, I didn't add that to my soundboard. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but no, the, the song the song that they all come up with, it might not be their biggest hit, but it's uh, it's called Deru Blue, and it's pretty fucking fun. So, anyway, Majora's Mask is awesome. Uh, it's got great music. It's got weird music. It's got weird everything. Yeah, it's uh, it's my favorite game that uses the Nintendo 64 expansion pack. And besides that, it's you know, it's a very good game. It's you know, absolutely worth your time. If you've ever thought, oh, it looks a little weird. I don't know about that. Fuck that. Go play it. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, awesome. Shall we? Uh, shall we keep it going? Move on to uh, the next game. Yeah. Game four. Are you guys awesome. ready for some trivia? Yes. Oh, please. 
Um, this is uh, uh-huh. so. There was an internet prank for years where people would call GameStops <laughs> and ask if they had this game in stock. That's your trivia. guys ready to call your local GameStop? All that enjoying of the music and I forgot to write down my answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm already like writing up what we're discussing. It's appropriate. Oh, all right. We'll see some answers. We have uh, David says Battletoads, John says Battletoads, and Jesse says Battletoads. Toads. Battle Troads? <laughs> I don't know what I said. <laughs> fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, David, that is an appropriate drawing given the last uh, the last level or the last song we just played. Because, uh, man, for those that aren't watching it, you know, live on Twitch, David has the drawing of a smashed body into a wall and a turbo bike going well past it. And, uh, I had originally had um, a battle toad like kicking with a giant foot, and another one headbutting. I was like, no, 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 crash into the wall. Yeah, that's that is way more accurate to battle the, toads. The memory of battle toads, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it always will be. Yeah, Good I feel like God. during that last song, everybody in the chat just whatever they had in their hand, they just raged through it at the wall because <laughs> they didn't have a control. Exactly. So whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> they all just oh, punch through the back of their screens, whatever they're using. <laughs> oh, but you know, fuck that level. That uh, that is. Oh fuck! Do we have to talk about Battle Toads like people don't know what we're talking about? If you've ever played Battle Toads, you've made it through. You've made it to the third level, and if you've ever made it past, congratulations. If you've ever made it past <laughs> without cheating, you know, even bigger congratulations. Um, you know. And you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't want to say that because it took me. I mean, I seriously, will. when did Battletoads come out? Like fucking eighty-eight, eighty-nine, something like that. Ninety-one. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was pretty okay. late. Still, you know, it took me until like two years ago to actually beat the fucking turbo tunnel, and I did it. 
You know, I did it once by hitting the fucking warp spot, which you gotta hit with, like, fucking precise timing, and then, like, I did it another time when I missed the damn warp spot and actually made it to the end of the tunnel, which I had, like, I realized in playing it, like, that, you know, it's broken into little sections, and, like, in all my life, I'd never even made it to, like, the third section of the turbo tunnel, <laughs> like, you know, that shit is so hard. <laughs> You know, and it's just so, like, unfairly requiring of you to be precise. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. It took me so long to figure out how to even just hit those ramps right. Like, I was always hitting them and then, like, jumping and falling into, you know, the fucking pit and dying. And then, and you know... like, if you were playing two-player, wouldn't you fuck up somebody? Yes. Somehow, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you if you crashed, the other guy didn't get to keep going. So like, you know, me and my brother were always trying to do this shit, and one of us was always fucking it up, <laughs> like, because you know, I'm six, he's eight, and neither of us have fucking you know, like the capability yeah. of beating this level. <laughs> so, it's, oh fuck, we owned that game for years, and we never made it past that level without using the game genie. Like, I, I saw yeah. the greatest YouTube video of all time recently, which is um. A guy was reviewing a video scaler unit, and so, quick, you know, crash course here. Greatest. <laughs> uh, you know, so a lot of consoles are able to output RGB video, um, but, you know, to make it work on a modern TV with HDMI, you have to have a device that scales that video up to, you know, HD resolutions. And a, mm. a thing, when you do that, you introduce some lag, right? Because it has to process the video signal. And so this guy was reviewing a video scaler, and he's like, yeah, my standard test for, like, if it puts in too much latency or not is if I can uh, beat the uh, turbo tunnel level in Battletoads. And he proceeds to just, like, beat it. <laughs> like, just right. He's like, okay, yeah, the latency's pretty good. I can beat this level. It's like, you fuck mm. you. <laughs> well, yeah. That's pretty good. Good for him. <laughs> Show off. Dick. Thursday, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember being curious once. I was like, I never made it past that level. I, I want to see the rest of the game. So I pulled up like a YouTube video of somebody like, let's play, going through the rest of the game. I was like, because surely, surely that level is the most challenging thing. And I was looking oh. at a video of like level six and seven. I was like, oh God, it gets Dude, worse. It gets crazy. Like, I barely remember the stuff that's beyond that. But I know, you know, the one that I remember, you know, because I would hit the warp and go to level five, Surf City. And that's another, you know, it's got little turbo tunnel type sections, except you're on surfboards and, you know, whatever. And then you have to fight a big rat boss. But, uh, you know, beyond that, I, you know, there's like a snake level where, like, snakes are going in and out of the walls. And, like, you gotta fucking know where you they're coming out next. On them. Yeah. And you, you have to climb on them and, like, jump on top of them. And, like, if you miss it, it'll, like, wall you out and you just fall into a fucking pile of spikes. Like, it's crazy hard. And I think there's a snow level. Or, like, an ice cave or something. But, like, dude, nobody knows about those levels. <laughs> Nobody's played those levels enough. <laughs> I imagine if you could bring your Nintendo to a bar and beat the Turbo Tunnel in front of people, you would get laid. Like, that'd be a good way to impress the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure we're going to go with oh, wow. getting a free drink, but wow. now you take it a step further. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, hey, like, 20-year-old women, what do you think of me beating this level? What even is this? <laughs> this came out nine years before I was born. What I even, like, let's not forget that you're supposedly bringing, like, a TV and Nintendo with you. <laughs> yeah, we all got a backpack. And, like, ladies, ladies, please. battery with an inverter. <laughs> like, check this out. Oh, fuck. Like, you're under arrest, sir. <laughs> 
Now, son, explain to me exactly why you tried to hook up this Battletoads game inside the bar. To try to get women to have sex, officer. I thought I made that clear. More like battle loads. Oh, fuck. But yeah, Jeez, I, I forgot John. to clarify what category this game is for me. This is my favorite game oh, yeah. to, like, rage quit. Like... <laughs> That's fair. Favorite game to play and you know play the stuff you know very well and then fucking quit. <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say like favorite game in which you get to control a frog and I'm like ah you know you're lucky there's more than one. <laughs> this is this is my favorite game to ruin my good mood. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite frog game between this and Frogger. Chrono <laughs> exactly. Trigger. Yep, exactly. You can play as Frog and Chrono Trigger and um, Frog Suit Mario. Boom. Mario 3. But see, so. guys, the problem here is that they're not frogs, they're toads. Ooh. Damn, <laughs> he's right. He's got us there. Well, there's yeah. uh, Captain okay, so, Toad. Yeah, don't forget about any game in which you can play as Toad. So that broadens, <laughs> toad. That broadens the category considerably. You know. um, Mario 3D Party. World. Uh, yep. Mario Strikers. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, your uh, new Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, all those, John. Stuff. All those, yeah. and you chose Battletoads. <laughs> <You know. laughs> oh, but no, man, you know, it's Looks funny because like we towed you. You know, maybe it's just because I was a stupid kid, but I have fond memories of this game. Like, I love this game. However, I've never made it past the third level on a consistent basis, and you know, I'll never ever beat the game. It's just like one of those games I had as a kid and never stopped trying at. Like, yeah, it's my you know. favorite See, like little engine that could game. Like, yes, you know, it's it was like this and Punch Out. It's like I've beaten almost every other game that I've got, but you know, these two, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna do it. I'm seven years old now. It's time for me to get my shit together. You know, <laughs> I got this. See, for some reason, every time I play Battletoads, I forget about the turbo tunnel level so like i started out like i should play battletoads like oh this game's great this game's great. why don't i play this game more often oh, oh. right yeah <laughs> you know and i Welcome mean to hell. <laughs> even before you make it to the speeder bikes that level fucks with you hard because you're just going through it's like the weird you know underground level you know who knows what you're supposed to be inside of it looks gross there's the weird, you know, hopping rat guys, and you're just beating the shit out of them. And then they come with that weird meta moment where those things come and straight up start stealing the squares from your life bar. Yeah. <laughs> and you've, oh, you've yeah. got to beat those things up. It's like, wait, what the fuck are those things doing? <laughs> like, they're just, <laughs> they're just straight attacking. Not... Those. Give them back. Yeah, exactly. The, you know, they're not attacking you. They're they're stealing your life. Like that. that they don't know that bar's up there. They're not supposed to know that shit. <laughs> like, you know. And if you don't fucking, you know, eat the flies, or, or like, maybe, I can't remember if the flies come before those things or after, but I'm just, you know, whatever. That whole third level is designed to fuck with you hard. Because even if you start mastering the turbo tunnel and you get to the point where you're about to beat it, you know, dodging left, dodging right, jump over the little wall, hit the ramp, eventually they're going to throw that wall that's right smack in the middle of the fucking thing at you, and you're going to destroy the whole world in just a fit of rage. Like, you know, that shit, man. Ugh, that, th that fucking turbo tunnel, man. Why, John, why'd you pick this game? God damn it, now I'm mad. <laughs> you just got me talking on it. You just, oh, it's just, I'm just choking on my own fucking rage now. I'm just so mad. <laughs> like, See, that's why I love oh. Battletoads Double Dragon, the ultimate team-up, because they had a speeder bike level, but it was at, like, a third the speed. Oh, yeah, so that was actually crawled. manageable. Yeah, that thing crawled. <laughs>
Oh, shit. Well, awesome. Um, yeah, so anything else on uh, on Battletoads or the Turbo Tunnel? Um, <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. That's, it's totally a rare game, and it's composed by David Wise. Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah, he, uh, he would go on to compose the Donkey Kong Country series and a bunch of other stuff for Rare. And I remember watching an interview with him talking about, you know, making the, the songs for Battletoads, and he said that he hated it, and that he hated the NES's sound chip because it was like programming sound into a doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hey, yeah. Johnny, by any chance, do you have the pause music? No, See, I, I was did gonna not, ask. not load it up. That, oh. That's a classic jam. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Mega Ran has a really good song with the... Dude, that would make a dope. That's a dope hip hop beat, man. It's fucking yeah. got some bass to He's it. Used it so. Yep. <laughs> supposedly, I don't know if this is actually true or not, but supposedly, uh, people started prank calling that pawn shop that's on Pawn Stars, asking if they had Battletoads. Yeah. And the right. story is that the guy actually did buy a copy and put a price tag of like ten thousand dollars on it, just so when people did call to prank him about Battletoads, he could say, he could say "Yes, we do have it. It's ten thousand dollars." Just you know, be a dick. And then they would be like, okay. And then Man. Go. Yeah. That's your, <laughs> yeah. That's your Ooh, bit you of showed fucking Pawn Stars trivia for the show. <laughs> Jeez. Why didn't you start, why didn't you do your trivia, you know, with that? We need more Pawn Stars themed trivia. <laughs> oh, I can't even get the sentence out. <laughs> Is there a Pawn Stars podcast? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that might be coming up next. There is now. Yeah. <laughs> Pawns of Chili Town. Our, uh, our Patreon, uh, what do you call it? Milestone. Like yeah. Once we start making a certain amount of money with it, then we can afford to do more podcasts. Yeah, we so do, we will uh, do we will do an, a podcast on the episode of Pawn Stars of your choosing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pawn Stars. Hopefully you choose that weird one where Chumley met Bob Dylan. You know, because that's the <laughs> yeah. one I can remember. <laughs> Um, so anyway, Battletoads is great, and fuck Pawn Stars. Um, I think it's time Battletoads for... is great up till the third level, then yeah. it kind of stops. What I know of that three-level game, it's great. So yeah, man, let's, uh, let's, let's move on, man. It's, uh, it's final game coming up. Yep, final game. Game dun, dun, five. Dun.
Nice. Dig it. Yeah. Dig it a lot. Yeah. Awesome. Yep, yep, yep. So, who wants trivia? Who needs trivia? I do. Me. Good. Good, good, good. So, in the uh, North American and PAL region releases of this game, all cheat codes were removed from the game. The North American and PAL versions are also nearly identical, except... The human protagonists from the North American version are replaced with robots in the PAL version.
Sweet. All right. Who's ready with some guesses? I am. I am, but I know it's wrong. Johnny and Regan says Contra 3. Jesse says Contra 3. David says Mega Man X5. John and Jesse are correct. Johnny hit it. Oh, man. Man, I thought you were going to maybe hit it with that special sound effect I gave you, but I'll do it myself. Really? This is a Super Nintendo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's fucking really like PlayStation 1 to me. Yeah, you know, that seems to be the way of things lately. Maybe we've just been picking Super Nintendo games with great soundtracks, but, uh, you know, Super Metroid threw Johnny off last week, and, it, you know, this one, you know, you got a little thrown off. Maybe Super Nintendo just had really great songs, I don't know, but Contra 3's fucking dope. Um, yeah, uh, nice job, John and Jesse. Uh, Thank you. I'm hoping, you know, That's hoping you guys have played some Contra 3, because, uh, God, that game is fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Is that the one with the big monster that comes through the wall in the beginning? Yeah, the big weird it's like turtle a giant thing. Robot toter yeah. monster. Yeah, that's yeah. Like the turtle. Yeah, you gotta fucking blast it in that weird sack on its chest, and it starts God, bouncing and convulsing all over the place and exploding. Yeah, you know, I love Contra Three, man. You know, all the all the big alien monsters are kind of gross, and you know, oh, it just you know the running and gunning. It's never been better. Um, this, uh, you know. Sadly, we didn't get a request this week, so I just chose two uh, two games worth of music and uh, labeled oh, one as wow. the request. So uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is my favorite Contra game, and uh, with good reason. Yeah, I like the original Contra. I like Super C just fine, but man, Contra Three is fucking great. Just because they take everything and Super Nintendo it up, they take it to the next level. Yeah. Uh, not only in terms of just graphics and you know what they can put on the screen at one time, but somehow just being able to switch between two different weapons makes uh, makes a big difference in the game. You know, adds a little strategy element to it. You you try and keep that like homing missile thing on one slot and then switch it out and you know pick up the laser, you know whatever. And then there's you know you can press two buttons at the same time and jump and shoot both your weapons at the same time, which is just like the most extreme early 90s thing like I, my little brain had ever seen you know um yeah man i mean fuck the contra games are just so much fun and this one yeah it just take it just you know took it to a, a different level they used the little you know the super nintendo graphics and added in fire all over the place and you know swarms and swarms of crazy aliens and giant fucking terminator style robots and you know motorcycle chases and you know, shit. Oh, and those weird top-down levels, which are, uh, you know, not great, but still, uh, you know, still an interesting little uh, little addition to the game. I like them better than the uh, the forward running levels from the other Contra games. So, oh, yeah. you know, I'll take the top-down to the uh, to the forward running. But yeah, so um, yeah, um, you guys have played this though, right? You know, fucking, uh, you know, got some got some good Contra Three memories. Um, I just remember being really, really really hard yeah. <laughs> yeah it uh it definitely definitely is i'm trying to think it's like the second or third level where like you're at some kind of base and eventually you're climbing up walls and that's the other thing there's like wall climbing and stuff and you're climbing up the wall and shooting out at you know aliens and then like a robot thing latches onto the wall with like two feet and yeah. starts like you know lunging at you with like a drill and just you know 
It's so that. impossible to get out of the way of that thing, especially when you're playing two players. Like, someone's dying in that fight every <laughs> time. But uh, it's just so, like, just, you know, it just it's so 90s and so extreme. I just fucking love the game. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, fucking, you know, and if you, uh, if you hold the, if you hold down the buttons to dual wield your weapons and you don't jump, it just makes you, t like, stand in a fucking, like, super badass pose. I don't know if anybody ever did that, but, like, <laughs> Oh, that's you where know. you stand here and just, like, hold them out to the side, Yeah, you right? just, you know, you fucking, you know, you hold, like, L and R, and it just makes your character stand like this, holding both his guns, just, you know. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> and so, it's like, if there's ever a dull moment in the action, like, okay, I'm just waiting for the next, like, swarm of enemies, you just stand there like a fucking, you know, like, that's you know, cool. Arnold Schwarzenegger action star. Um, I love little things like that in games. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's a little touch that, like, if you're running and gunning and jumping and shooting both your weapons at the same time, you're not going to notice. But if you stand still for just a second, you stop and pose like a badass. <laughs> so it's like, oh. all right, yeah, cool. Um, this episode is all about games with those little touches, apparently. Yeah, I think that's the thing that makes things favorites. <laughs> you know, like, you know, because besides the ability to stand around looking like a badass, this really is just super contra. I mean, it's, you know, it's fun. It's a blast. It's got, you know, fucking crazy hard, you know, swarms of enemies and, you know, fun weapons. They added in, like, homing missiles and, you know, there's the bombs you can detonate around yourself. Just this kind of, like, a last second, you know, thing to get enemies off your ass. And then, uh, I'm trying to think, the most and the most badass level, there's the fucking motorci uh, motorcycle thing on the freeway. Um, uh, yeah. do, you, do you guys remember this level at all? Because it was so, so. so fucking cool. <laughs> Like, uh, you're speeding down the freeway on, like, hover bikes, just gunning dudes down, blowing shit up, and then eventually, like, a helicopter comes above you, and it just, set, like, points a little arrow, it's like, grab on, and you grab onto the helicopter, and then you fly up, and, like, a guy in a jetpack comes and fucking attacks you, and then once you kill that dude, the fucking helicopter, it turns out you're not holding on to, like, the thing on the bottom of the helicopter, you're holding on to a missile. And it yeah, fires yeah, yeah. it fires the missile. <laughs> so you're holding onto the missile and flying through the air and then it's you're flying towards like a giant alien ship and then all these other missiles start flying at it too. So you're jumping from missile to missile and shooting the alien ship <laughs> and you know, it's like this is the coolest goddamn thing I've ever played. <laughs> like you've gotta get you gotta jump off the missiles before they like hit the ship and explode and just keep on like jumping missile to missile and destroying its its shields and it's just so fucking cool <laughs> so yeah it uh it's pretty fucking great um it is uh and the music's pretty fucking great uh the composers on the game the uh there were a team of composers but the main composer was miki higashino who also worked on the suikoden series um maybe not the you know, main I noticed that earlier too. I'm like, damn it! Somebody else mentioned Sweet in tonight. I thought that was gonna be my little uh, thing in my back pocket, but geez, it's not even that unique. Jeez. <laughs> I also had to look up how to maybe pronounce that properly. I'm like, you know, I think it's time I should learn how to pronounce that, because <laughs> somehow I feel like I spend my whole life calling it like Sweet Akin, not Sweet in and you know, I'm still probably Sounds not like saying a Pokemon. it right. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> Yo, know, they gave Suikoden in its own series? Cool. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's my favorite way to pronounce it. But yeah, so um, any other, uh, anything else on Contra 3? Anything else on Contra in general? Favorite Contra games or 
you know, favorite Contra, just Contra I anything. I was about to chime in about Contra 3. You fucking well, no. be. No, I was just chiming in when you said favorite Contra games. My favorite Contra game is original Contra on NES. I love it. Yep. Not Contra Hard Corps? That one yeah. is good, too, because that has that very bizarre secret ending where, like, you go back yeah, to the beginning you, of time or something. And you become the uh, the king of the world with your eighth uh, queen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. <laughs> you like have to fight like this crazy like Castlevania boss and it like plays like the first like couple seconds of Vampire Killer and then like you start fighting them and it's really weird. Hmm. It's awesome. Sweet. The game is cool. And you can be uh, a werewolf with a cyborg arm. I love every part of that. Um but yeah, oh, and uh, and the trivia for this, I mean, besides the, you know, the, the robot thing, you know, replacing the humans with robots for Europe, uh, I didn't know that was a thing, but uh, there's no Konami code in this game, like... That's dumb. Yeah, there's no 30 life, life code, apparently in Japan there was the Konami code, and there was the code for, you could just choose what level you start on, and also a sound test unlock, and they eliminated all that for the American and Europe releases, which... Uh, Man, you know, if I, uh, you know, if I had been aware of that, you know, I don't know, back in the day, I mean, I don't know, like, I always had to use the Konami code in, like, original Contra, but maybe Contra 3 was a little bit more forgiving because I never got to, you know, <laughs> and I still managed to make it fairly far in the game, but, you know, then again, I think you could just go into options and turn your lives up to, like, 9, and you got, like, 3 continues, so you basically got 30 lives, but... Yeah. It wasn't really 30 lives. Not like three continues worth of 30 lives, which then I maybe could have beaten the game on a regular basis. But whatever. The game's dope. You know, it's one of the best action games for the Super Nintendo. You know, between like, you know, this and like Super Turrican. You know, I, uh, yeah, had some, had some fun times playing some run and gun shooters back in the SNES days. So, yeah, I dig it. I'm a fan. But, uh, so yeah, if there's nothing else on Contra, then uh, shit, man, I think that means it's the end of the game, and it's time to uh, turn on that calculating computer, Johnny. All right. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps, boops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> Great game tonight, man. You know, you and I uh, had a little uh, little head-to-head going. You know, if, uh, that was awesome. If I weren't the one coming up with the bonus rounds all the time, maybe I could score some bonus points. But uh, whatever, man. It, you know, it, was, uh, it was a really fun night. Great games. You know, a lot of good tunes. You know, good uh, good stuff, man. We had a... I like the variety. I like, you know, man, we went from, like, jazzy fighting game to Final Fantasy to just, like, you know... Oh, Zelda, and then a buttload of action to finish the show. We had a nice, uh, had a nice little run tonight, and so yeah, Jesse, what's uh, what's the what's the game plan for the next show? What do you got in mind? Oh man, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Um, TV shows. What? Ooh, sweet. So wait, does it have to be a does it have to be a TV show before it was a game or a game that was yeah, made in? Yeah, TV show before it was a game. Sweet. However, like, if it's really tough for you, I will, like, have a loophole where you can't add cartoons if you just have to. But if, if you can stick to just typical TV shows, that would be cool. But otherwise, you can do cartoons if you're just desperate. 
Okay. I know exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> David may be desperate, but <laughs> it'll be good. So, do uh, we play music from the video game based on the show, or music from the show based... Yes. Oh, okay. Not the playing goddamn... Game. This is a video <laughs> what game TV podcast? music would you think that this would be? Like, you know... <laughs> like, there's a there's a Game home improvement game, so I'm gonna play the theme song to Home Improvement three times. <laughs> Guess what game this is? Uh, this game's winner is Tim Allen. <laughs> we all pick Home Improvement. Power tool okay, panic, baby. It, I'm really upset that that became a joke because that's the game I was gonna use. Don't you didn't have to announce I mean, that shit, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, nobody's stopping you. <laughs> we should all nobody just use anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we just play Home Improvement five times. Uh, there were five Home Seinfeld game. There are five different Home Improvement games, right? <laughs> uh, home, After home, playing the home same improvements theme song like Mega five Man. times, like so, don't forget to check out our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, give us money. Uh, <laughs> quality episode. Yes. Well, awesome, man. That'll be uh, that'll be a really interesting uh, interesting show. <laughs> if we have to midweek, we're gonna expand it to include live action movies as well, because uh, yeah. you know we well, might all. Well, there's a lot of cartoons. Like Simpsons has a ton of games. That is very true. But you know, if we all try and pick Home Improvement at the same time, <laughs> you know, we're gonna have to figure out different ways to expand this category. <laughs> uh, but yeah, awesome. So great show. A lot of fun. Um, you know, thanks to everybody that's listening, everybody that watches on Twitch. Um, you know, we, uh, we always appreciate the support. We appreciate the requests. You know, if you're watching or listening right now, go request your favorite TV th- or TV based video game because, uh, you know, come on. I know you got something great. I know, uh, I know our fans know the obscure stuff. So, uh, we're, uh, we're waiting for your requests. Always taking requests. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, where we're uploading awesome video clips, like John's three-minute space supercut from the last episode. <laughs> that was brilliant. Fucking oh, dope. Oh, you guys liked it. <laughs> Good job. Oh, man, we said space so many times. I My favorite <sighs> part of that was... My favorite part of that was space. when like, I just completely dropped the ball, and Jesse was like, really? <laughs> Dude, that's the best part of the whole thing, is that you didn't pick up on what we were asking you to do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, find us on, uh, find us on Twitter. Um, you know, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at jgangsta187. You can follow Johnny on Twitter at jpreganjr. Yep. You can follow David on Twitter at dfdfleming. Excellent. And you can follow Jesse this week's winner on Twitter at sega underscore legend fucking tight so jesse take us out man what's uh, what's the bonus music this week it is uh john regan's bonus music <laughs> sweet all right so, so john bonus- take us out what's the bonus music this week <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> so the bonus song i picked was basically it's a song that the world has never heard before the ending theme to battle toads <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs> subscribe and rate on itunes Follow Game That Tune on Twitter at GTTPod.
Skullgirls is copyright 2012 Revenge Labs and Alexander Kasala Ahad. Final Fantasy Tactics is copyright 1997 Square Company Limited. The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask is copyright 2000 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Battletoads is copyright 1991 Rare Limited. Contra 3 The Alien Wars is copyright 1992 Konami Incorporated. Oh man. Oh, where's my having <laughs> difficulty screen? There we go. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, our heavy technical difficulty screen that, like, doesn't have a logo on it because I forgot to update it. <laughs> Isn't this, like, the second time oh. that you've forgotten to update it? All right. Cool. So, are we live again? Oh, yeah, we never stop being live. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, technical shit. difficulties, please stand by. <laughs> I think this is, never gets old. Like, I think it's this almost is, worth it. I think this is three difficulty screens in one night. That trick, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No, don't do it. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> no, don't do it.